Good afternoon and welcome to your American Heritage, baby. My name is Ed Bondarenka and I, of course, am not your normal fluffy insurrectionist. And producing the show is the guy that answers the phones, warns me of commercials that are coming up, puts the guests online and finds answers to the questions that we ask. Derek Stone. I assure you, he is not an artificial intelligence. He does this under his own intellectual power. Derek hosts Stone Cold Sports Truths Sundays at noon 30, right after my friend Sean Todd hosts The Intersection at noon. Remember, The Intersection is not your normal fluffy Christian show. You should listen to both shows before Dr. Dave Janda comes on, and not to mention the Saturday lineup of Abolitionist Roundtable at 9 a.m., Trigger Talk at 11 a.m., and Moment of Clarity at 1 p.m. with uh, Pastor Rick and myself. And then that's right before this show at 1 p.m. And then if you missed any, go to the podcast page at whamradio.com to catch up and share with your friends. If you missed our previous shows of Bill Federer, Professor Will Wagner, Dave Coleman, domestic extremist Peachy Keenan, James Rosen, here's your chance to catch up. Your American Heritage is on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, and you can subscribe. Boost the signal. Be a Paul Revere and get the word out. Remember, it's day 1007 of the coup. The theft of the American government by enemies, both foreign and domestic. There's a war going on for control of America and you. This country was founded on the notion of individual liberty and the freedoms given us by God, not the government, right? The government was established after the declaration and the constitution, but the government has been weaponized against us and the agencies have been captured or established to keep you in line. The constitution was designed and agreed to, to keep the government in line, not you. We have a government in Washington that is going to extraordinary lengths to prosecute anyone it disagrees with or fears. You are on that list. The leftist ideology that brought the world to Soviet Union, North Korea, Cuba, and communist China wants to bring that same system of government here. A government that controls you instead of securing your liberty. What's to be our response? We resist, we protest, we broadcast, we boycott, we boycott, we go to court. We vote, whether they cheat or not, we vote. We do it wisely too. And we warn our fellow citizens, we arm ourselves intellectually too. And we pray, they have a justice department, but we have a God. Psalm 144 says, blessed be the Lord, my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Please clasp your hands and your fingers together and let's pray, let's go to war. Father, please lead us and guide us as we seek to attain and reestablish the liberty that you provided for us and to restore this nation that you had a heavy hand in the establishment of. Please help us to restore this nation to a constitutional republic and remove the illegal overreach of those that would oppress us. Amen. Joining us today is Gary Wellings of the DailyDrift.com and formerly of the Drift Radio Show right here on this radio station that many of you used to listen to. You know, I think I was on that show too. Remember, it's the news you need to know. Hi, Gary, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hey, and good Saturday afternoon to you, Ed. It's good to hear you again. <laughs> yeah, so uh, geez, you're broadcasting from Tennessee, the miracles of modern, modern electronics and communications, eh? Right, God's country, my man, God's country. I'm I'm getting ready to bail out of Michigan. Sorry, I just I'm I'm tired. So it's time to find people of your own uh, ilk, so to speak. So yeah, I'm, I'm heading south. 
I can understand that. Well, some of us have to stay behind to battle on or go to jail or both. So <laughs> don't spew the coffee, dude. Sorry. Yeah, the intro you just read, I'm expecting to see FBI knocking your door down while we're on the air. I expect it any day. There was a guy that uh, came to the door once right after I got off the air. This a couple years ago. A guy came to the door, big guy too. And he was he wanted to talk and I wasn't sure what he wanted to talk about. But I guess he was concerned about our country and thought, you know what? I'm going to find that Ed and talk to him. I don't recommend that generally. But <laughs> you can email me. You can call the show. That, that'd be better. It won't scare me as much. So, um, yeah. Gosh, so that's amazing. Yeah, and no, he's a good guy, too. He's a good patriot. Uh, he just was concerned. He's done a lot uh, of organizing since then uh, to get people together uh, to talk to talk about what needs to happen. And uh, he's actually been out with friends to visit the Livingston County uh, uh, Sheriff. And uh, that was encouraging some of the stuff he heard from that guy. So uh, maybe at some point I'll have to have that sheriff on the air if he's willing to do that. So it's a note to self, do that. So you still have the dailydrift.com, which is a news aggregate. So you're pretty well up on what's going on. And I thought, I want to talk about what's going on. I usually have guests on who uh, we talk about one particular thing, usually the subject of their book. And it's not like I'm doing a book review show, but usually I find these people know what they're talking about because they had to do a lot of, uh, of uh, study to write their books. And uh, so they know what they're talking about. And we focus on that one topic. Or I might have uh, Dave Coleman on or Will Wagner, somebody like that, to talk about uh, uh, some of the legal stuff. But on a broader base, there's stuff going on. And you and I used to do this frequently, uh, actually weekly, on the drift. And um, I just want to pick up on some of the topics. And I thought if I'm going to do that, I want to talk to somebody who's good at that stuff, somebody who's uh, oh able to communicate well on the radio, has a good radio voice, unlike myself. And um, that would be you, Gary. And unfortunately, you were available to join me. So, uh, folks, I want to tell you one thing. Uh, we're going to take calls today. I want you to hold off a minute till we get, you know, get our uh, feet established under us and get a running start. But the number is 734-822-1600. Almost blew that one. <laughs> it's so easy. A phone number, right? I almost give my soul out. So, yeah. So, uh one of the things that's happening is we find all these uh, charges against President Trump. And, uh, you know, the, we're finding that uh, on Thursday, uh, this article says Mr. Trump was arraigned again in the nation's capital, pleading not guilty to four counts, criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States, to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct Unofficial proceeding. That sounds like double jeopardy, this, which would be the January 6th certification of the electoral vote. And I like this one, conspiracy against the rights of citizens. You know? Uh, yeah. And then it goes on to say it is just one of a number of legal trials he's facing, several of them being tied to his actions as former president. In Georgia, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is leading an election interference probe against Mr. Trump and others. And in Florida, Special Counsel Jack Smith, who is also heading the January 6th related case, is also leading the case about the mishandled documents at Mar-a-Lago. And I'm thinking back to uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis, uh, election interference. Uh, isn't that what they're doing? Isn't that what she's doing right now? Isn't that all of this is election interference? And as far as conspiracy against the rights of citizens, is that even a statute? 
I'm trying to the legal statute. Yeah, I mean, we all know that if if Trump were not running again, none of this would be happening. It's it's overreach. It's pardon the pun, trumped up charges to try and keep him from running again. And and you got to ask yourself why, right? Everybody's got to be asking themselves why. What are they so afraid of of an outsider who's not beholden to the powers that be in D.C.? Why are they so scared of him? It's that simple. They're going after him, and and there's no reason to be going after him other than they're trying to hide and protect themselves. Oh, definitely. I mean, they they would like to retain their grip on power, and Trump is the greatest threat to their retaining that power. And I, I firmly believe that power was obtained through fraudulent methods in the 2020 election. You know, it's uh, there's just one thing that I think is going to work out to everybody's on our on our team. Everybody's uh, uh, benefit is that, and I don't know if they thought this through or not. If Trump is brought to trial on activity regarding the certification of the electoral vote, and and uh, you know, trying to encourage Mike Pence to send the uh, certifications back for review by the states, which should have happened given all the, and I don't wanna say shenanigans, I hate when people, I say it, shenanigans. I sound like like China Joe when I say use a word like shenanigans, right? <laughs> it kind of dates you. But regardless, it's criminal activity. There's just proven criminal activity. And when I say proven, it's not proven in a court of law yet. But if Trump goes to court, under charges concerning the election, then he has full opportunity for what's called disclosure. So we've actually talked to Will Wagner and David Coleman, attorney David Coleman, about uh, you know how cases go, and we didn't bring this up in particular before. But if somebody brings you to court on criminal charges, you have the right under the Brady, it's called the Brady law or the Brady ruling or something like that. It's not the same one that, uh, regardless, you have the right to see all the evidence against you that the prosecution brings. But not only that, you have the right to subpoena people in your defense and you have the right to introduce evidence in your defense, evidence that has never before been allowed into court that to my knowledge, concerning electoral fraud. Right, and it, you know, it kind of makes you think, you know, the plan, right? People always say, oh, stick with the plan. It's it's all about, and it's, it's reached a point now where you almost want to be that conspiracy guy because so many other conspiracies have come true, right? That maybe this was the plan. Maybe the only way to get America to actually look and, and see the evidence and go, oh, that that's true, and not just Trump trying to keep power. Maybe this was the plan. I don't. I've I've kind of wore out on that stuff because I've been waiting for so long for it to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. We had such high hopes for Barr, such high hopes for Durham, oh. and uh, what a wash. You know, it's like they they. I think they sit back and they they play these games like let's get their hopes up, let's get their hopes up, and then just smash their hopes and watch them cry. But along your lines of the plan. God has had his hand in this country for a number of years. He has his own plan. And there are a lot of people who say, you know, that this country deserves damnation for the 
abortions that have been permitted in it for the sexual perversion that our administration is encouraging that man there there are countries there are countries in Africa that look at us and wonder what is wrong with those people they're perverted and sick i mean i've i've seen instances of uh, friends of friends in those countries saying that like what's wrong with you guys and at the same time I don't believe our administration represents us electorally. If in case, you know, I mean, it's close. It's obviously close. But if this election was stolen, then the Obama, the Obama, yeah, third Obama administration, but actually the uh, Trader Joe uh, administration is not reflective of the American people. And as such, I think God would respect that. And he would answer the prayers of his people. And the prayers of his people are for him to intervene. We pray that way every show. We're asking God to intervene. Well, what if this is God's way of intervening in a way that we don't see? So many times you go and do things and do things and do things as part of your own plan, and it doesn't work and it doesn't work. And all of a sudden, something miraculous breaks in your behalf. And you go like, holy cow, I didn't see that coming. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, so you have to, the Lord is behind all of it. And sometimes you have to suffer to learn, right? I mean, that's part of the plan. So, to learn patience. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just, the mountain of evidence from 2020 is astounding in my book. But you don't even have to look at that. You can look at the fact that Joe Biden allegedly got more votes than Barack Obama. Not a chance. And were there more votes cast registered voters? Absolutely. Those two facts right there should be enough to quell any argument about whether it was a bad election or not. That's no I don't know, you're in Tennessee. I don't know if you've heard about this Gateway Pundit article that broke recently this week about the, uh, yeah, in Michigan. And I, I'm not sure how many of our listeners, I'm sure some of them are aware of what's going on. And, uh, but this has not been broadcast on Fox News to my knowledge. Uh, I don't know if it's been on Newsmax because I don't get Newsmax. I know it certainly hasn't been on the, what they call the uh, uh, fake, me fake media, right? But- yeah. uh, Gateway Pundit uh, found that uh, there's what looks like fraudulent activity, which is uh, one individual submitting thousands of voter registration forms of suspicious origin. And that this was noted by the city clerk in Muskegon, Michigan. And the city clerk acted on her suspicions and reported the suspicious activity to the appropriate Michigan state authorities. Eventually, the results of the investigation by the Michigan State Police were turned over to the FBI. <laughs> And was never seen again. <laughs> well, anything to Nestle or Merrick Garland, it's it's so corrupt, it's outrageous. I, I, the American people need to realize, if you haven't already, I mean, a lot of us have, but your government is against you. Our, our, our government right now under the Biden administration, every Democrat, they're against you. I mean, they are literally not representing your interests. They're representing the interests of China or other global entities. It's it's clear. People need to wake up. Yeah, so global, uh, sorry, Gateway Pundit was saying that um, there's this uh, outfit called GBI Strategies. And so they're the people that were doing all this. And it uh, it's a left-wing campaign consulting company run by Gary Bell with a mailing address in Alexandria, Virginia. But there's also an LLC, it's also an LLC located in uh, your new state, Tennessee. 
And uh, it keeps a real low profile uh, you know, online. But according to uh, uh, one source, he manages over 70 quote unquote organizing operations in 20 states and lends logistical and consulting support to another seven states. He's also links to a wide variety of far left political groups, including uh, Black Pack, the uh, IBEW, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and the SEIU. Remember them from, uh, from Obama days, the service workers group? Uh, these are unions, of course. And uh, that you know, uh, oh, here's a far left black pack organizations paid GBI strategies 11, get that right, 11 million dollars in 2020. I want to make sure I got the decimal points correct. 11 million dollars ain't chicken feed, and this, you know, this is just uh, what can we say? 14% of Illinois counties have more voters than citizens of legal voting age. You know, how does that happen? You know. Or we know that happened in Wayne County. You got more votes in the ballot boxes than you got voters registered in in the precinct, and yet yeah. they get away with it. Yeah, I mean it. It's just obvious to to anyone with anyone who's not on the Trump hate Trump agenda or the far left. I, I I get aggravated when I hear like the IBEW. When are our union brothers going to step up and tell their management? Enough is enough. We're not going to do this anymore. We don't want our money going because they're out to hurt average union workers. That's what Democrats do. They want you to be replaced with somebody else. It just aggravates me when I see unions still supporting this nonsense. Oh, exactly. And when when you see unions that uh, are obviously corrupt, you know, like the the UAW, where the leadership was, you know, found to have been absconding with fun, embezzling funds, and then of course. If you work for the auto companies, we had right to work. You could leave the auto union, but now we've lost right to work in the state of Michigan, thanks to this uh, Democrat uh, regime that's you know under Whitmer. So yeah, so it's like a, a guaranteed funding source for the Democrat Party. So you are forced to give your union dues to the union which then gives it all over to the Democrat Party and far left organizations that presumably do not represent your best interests, only theirs. It's a shakedown operation, it's like the mob. Nice job you have there, shame if something were to happen to it. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it, it is, it's so easy to get discouraged, Dad. And when I stopped doing radio with you, uh, whatever number of years ago that was, it was hard to not get, um, disappointed and and feel bad about it. But, you know, uh, the upside is I've got a little closer to God and, and over the last few years, and that's given me hope. So you got to look at it, take it one day at a time and, and just try not to pay attention to the negativity and the lies and just keep keeping on, you know. There are some, there are some, I'm not saying you're one of them, because obviously you're still involved, you're still doing the dailydrift.com. And, um, there are some who would just have us ignore what's going on in this world and hope for the next one. And to some degree, I don't want to get over involved in this system and worried about this system uh, to the to the detriment of my involvement with God's plan, you know. And I don't want to poison relationships or do stuff that's detrimental to the gospel. But at the same time, if 
God showed an interest in founding this country and it was founded on godly principles. And it's something that he had a big hand in and Bill Fetters pointed that out in his books, as have others, you know, the miraculous things that happened, uh, uh, storms at sea that diverted the British uh, fleet while Washington made his escape. Uh, the times that Washington was shot at point blank and missed while everybody around him got hit. And the Indian chief says, I don't get it. I had you right in my sights, you know. Obviously, the hand of God is on you. When when that kind of stuff is going on and more throughout our history, then you got to think God has an interest in this country for a reason. And as long as this country still supports missionaries and the gospel, that's a good reason. Just like Great Britain was a huge empire. I think God had his hand on them for some degree because of all the missionary activity that was going on in the Brit- under the British Empire. You know, God has his hands in raising up kings and, and, and bringing them down. And America may be due for a fall. It, it, if it doesn't repent, it, it will be. Yeah, I mean, the British Empire became obviously corrupt at some point, and that was their downfall, right? And now it kind of looks like we're in the same boat. America has really gotten so corrupt at the local level, the state level, the federal level. The, when we lost the media, which I think we can all say now, we have they're on the wrong side um and hollywood obviously on the wrong side things look bad they just feel bad you know it's it's people just need to wake up and you have to do some work The, the lord wants you to he helps those who help themselves isn't that the old saying it's a saying it's not a scripture but it's a saying yeah yeah but I, I like the one that says, if you don't work, you don't eat. I like that one. So get get to work. <laughs> and people need to. It's just that simple. I mean, whether it's back home or down or, or, or down here, people need to go back to work. I don't know how people are surviving not working, you know. Um, so you have to work at it, not necessarily just the political part portion that you and I are talking about, but just getting back to work and, and taking a job and working and making money. That's that's the American way. You don't get ahead by relying on your government for money. It's Yeah, it's absurd the way that we can't get goods delivered. The prices of goods are going up because we're paying people to stay at home and not work. Oh, and that plus we're printing trillions of dollars and sending it to Biden's Burisma buddies, if you want to put it that way, just so that it can be laundered back to the DNC. And uh, I mean, that's there's a whole rabbit trail right there. You know, the, the corruption that goes on there. But, you know, I've, I've got a truck in the shop right now. It's been there for four months because Ford can't come up with a replacement motor. Ford Motor Company cannot find a replacement motor for my F-150. How absurd is that? And I guarantee you, it's not just Ford Motor Company. I call engine rebuilding firms. We can't get the parts. What is going on here? So, well, we've got about 30 seconds left. The music's about to start. Derek, uh, let us know. So, uh, folks, you've been listening to Gary Wellings of The Daily Drift and myself, and you can join us after the break at 734-822-1600. We encourage you. I want to hear what you have to say. So come on back after the break. Here's the music. Courageous, we were made to lead the way. We could be the generation 
that finally breaks the chains. We were made to be courageous. We were made to be courageous. We were warriors on the front lines, standing unafraid. That's right. We were made to be courageous. That tune is from the movie Courageous. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you ought to see it. Great movie. God actually abhors. God will not reward the cowardly. God will only reward the courageous. To have courage is to show faith. As uh, Oh, by the way, welcome back to the second half of Your American Heritage, baby. Again, I'm joined by Gary Wellings of TheDailyDrift.com. And Derek Stone is producing and taking your calls. Uh, but I just want to say that Gary and I were talking about, you know, before the break, we were talking about, you know, uh, the level of involvement we should have and God's hand on this country. And, you know, if, if you have an assurance of salvation, then the worst they can do in this life is kill you. That's it. That's all they can do. And they may torture you and they may torture you for an hour or two. You know what I'm saying? And if you take that time and put it as a percentage of infinity with God, any percentage of infinity with God is zero. So in comparison, nothing. It's just, you know, feels bad for a while. But, and I'm gonna go on a tangent here for a second. When Christianity came to the, we wanna call them ancient world, you know, the aughts and the hundreds and the 200s, it was presented to a people who had a tangible fear of the afterlife. They thought that they were going to be rowed across a dark river by a demon who charges them money to take them to hell. They may be forced to roll a boulder uphill day after day after day. Any one of a number of you know horrible things that these uh, false gods said would happen to you if you were one of the unlucky ones, you know, and that was most everybody. Nobody knew whether they're lucky or not. And the whole premise of Christianity was there is a God who's reaching out to you and he's offering you the free gift of salvation. If you'll just say, I was wrong, I'm sorry, I was wrong, and just do it his way and and say, if you'll help me, I'll do what you help me to do. That's it. It's, it's not hard at all. When you do that, then all of a sudden he says, I will help you. You're on my team, I've got your back. And you've got that promise of eternity. All you have to do is accept what he did for you on the cross through Jesus Christ, end of sermon. So back to the show, um, we got a call. Derek, we got a call, right? Let's take this call first. Hey brothers, Gary, hey, it is so good to have, hear your voice again over the Wham airwaves, although technically I listen online via the app. But uh, it's so great to hear your voice that the emotions are wellings up in me. Oh, he said what's coming. Uh, yeah, 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 on yeah and play on your yeah. name. But oh, anyway, this, do the I real play reason this? I'm calling you is to get your reaction to something. Uh, <laughs> I just dropped a new book, <laughs> Constitutionalist Politics, yesterday. Because, you know, you got the left-right, you got the liberal conservative, you, uh, or progressive conservative, uh, Democrat, Republican. Those words 
automatically, usually emotionally charge hysterics in people, and you can't have a discussion. So I created for us Christians to come together as constitutionalists, constitutionalist politics. But my, what I want your reaction to is I get upset when people use the uniparty term. You guys have hinted at the deep state without naming it as that. And, and that's my point, that Sinos, Rhinos, Fascocrats that all love and want to hold power and grow government are deep staters. It's not the uniparty. What are your thoughts on that distinction? Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, at this point, is does the party, uh, the candidates from either party matter anymore? Because they're all beholden to a deep state, bureaucratic, globalist, elite, whatever you want to call it, right? I, I think you're dead, dead, dead right there because they're all working for the deep state. It doesn't matter whether you call yourself a uniparty or a Democrat or, or a Republican. They're well, working I wouldn't for say the all, but, you know, a, a very, very large majority of them. We need more good people to get their butts off their couch and be involved. If you say, oh, Republicans are just part of the uniparty, what are you doing? What have you done to make a difference other than sit on the couch and whine? Are you a party delegate? Do you go to committee meetings? Will you go to a county convention to help get better committees, better better the party as a whole, the party leadership as a whole? So people need to get off their hindsights and do something, not just virtue signal whine, because people on the right do it too, virtue signal online all the time. Yeah, I'll, I'll do you. I'll do you one better, Joe. It's it's not just getting involved in politics. You know where we really need people to volunteer? Media. Somehow we have to take back the media, and I don't know how to do that. I, I'm I'm just saying. I, I don't have a plan. I don't know anything. I don't know if it's I have an idea. I got an idea. Let's do right. a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah, all we, right. Well, we'll be brothers. Really, take care. God bless. All right, we'll see you, Joe. Along those lines, uh, if people are listening to this show, and I have no idea, we don't have a signal strength meter that tells us, oh, so many antennas have consumed the energy that we're radiating out. I don't know how many hits are on TuneIn or whatever for listening to this show. I know we get some some listenership, uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. My friend told me that he was in Missouri and he was standing next to, next to a guy in line and they were talking about podcasts. And the guy next to him mentions, have you ever heard of your American heritage? And he says, what station? The guy says, I think it's called Wham. And I'm like, holy mackerel, are you kidding me? So, yeah. I mean, that's one of the most encouraging things I've heard. This is my friend. He's not lying to me. I, I grilled him intensely on it. You know, with charcoal and tongs were involved, but he, he refused to, you know. So, last week we had a guest on, uh, Colonel John Mills, who's retired uh, Pentagon security intelligence analyst. This guy's got a lot of hats. He's worn a lot of hats and he's a good guy. And he was saying that in 2016, if, if anybody remembers the show last week, he was saying that he was running from one office to one meeting to another. He says, Is there, that's what you do in the Pentagon. You run from one meeting to another. And 
One of his coworkers, he stopped him and said something to him. And the guy says, oh, we're going with her. There are more opportunities. And he, he thought this guy was a, a GOP, uh, you know, a Republican voter, a solid guy. And then the guy just turns to him and says, we're going with her. Of course, it's Hillary he was referring to. There are more opportunities. And he didn't get an opportunity to interrogate his friend at charcoal and tongs and find out if, uh, you know, if indeed uh, uh, what he meant by that. But it was at that moment that, like I referred to last week, it's like uh, somebody coming out and saying, you know, whispering to you, hail Hydra. Or, you know, showing you that, yeah, you get that, right? You know, it's like all of a sudden. Hillary. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all of a sudden that the lines are drawn and, and there's these deep state and that's what it is. Or just basically you want to call it deep state, they're, they're turncoats. They are disloyal American citizens. If you want to say uniparty, no, you've got two parties. There are two platforms and I like that. And if we'd adhere to the platforms, if we'd adhere to the platforms and in particular our platform, that'd be fine. But we have sellouts at the national level and I, I still can't figure out Mitch McConnell. I don't get it. Great for getting us, you know, great Supreme Court justices. And then, you know, comes the critical stuff and he sells Trump down the river. And it's like, I, I just don't get how that happens. But there are people who's, who are putting their own self-interest ahead of the nation. Oh, our president is one of those. The president of these United States has sold us out to the Chinese as vice president. And I believe to this day as president, just see what's happening in the Ukraine and our money that's going there on endlessly. You know, I, I trust our listeners understand the more money that we give, the more weapons that we give Ukraine, the more we deplete our own arsenal. So what? We have to get some money from somewhere to replace the money we gave them. You know, there's only supposed to be finite resources, but it turns out you can print all you want, print more money. The money that you have in your wallet and your bank account is worth less. It's all diluted. Therefore, you go to the store. Stuff costs more. That's all there is to it. Oh, excuse me. Next war we have, or if, if we give away our armaments, well, we're obligated to have a repository of armaments. Hey, we got to buy them from Raytheon. I'm not saying Raytheon's a bad company or Boeing or any of the military contractors, but when you've got a got this thing going on where hey you got to launch twenty cruise missiles like uh, like uh, Clinton did why well you got to rotate the inventory those things are getting past their past past use date right so we got to generate more sales or we got to close our cruise missile factory so use them up so we can build you more and to some degree we don't like my guest said last week we don't have so enough submarine building facilities we don't have enough shipyards in this country right now. And if we don't give our Navy these, you know, our, I'm sorry, our shipyards, the business, they, they'll go out, we'll lose those workers. So there's something to be said about giving our armaments industry work. Something else about giving all our bombs to another country and we're short. Wow. Yeah, I, it, it's, you know, there was an article the other day that the national debt is now up to a quarter million dollars plus for every tax paying citizen in the United States. At what point are you now a slave? They've, they've just financially enslaved us to pay that debt, right? Well, Dave Ramsey would encourage you to get out of debt, and then you have no choice. But this is debt that's being hoisted onto you. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, when I look, I, I don't. I'm not claiming 
Vladimir Putin to be a good guy or, or Russia to be a good country or anything else, right? They're doing what's best for them. I think Putin is obviously a greedy guy like everyone else in, in politics. But our money is just going there. The government, these the Mitch McConnells, the McCarthy's, uh, the Pelosi's, they're literally taking money out of our pockets, so to speak. I mean, it, putting us in debt. Literally. literally. Yeah, yeah, but they're literally sending that money to Ukraine. And you doggone well know that a lot of that money is getting recycled right back to the Bidens, the McConnells, the congressmen, the, 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 the Pelosi's. They're all making money on it. And they're enslaving us to do it. It's 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 disgusting and it's very disheartening. I forget the name of the organization that that guy had T something or other, the Bitcoin company that was big in Ukraine. And so Ukraine's investing all the money that we're sending them into Bitcoin. Seems like a safe investment, except that guy takes that money. He embezzles most of it and gives it to election campaigns for Democratic senators, uh, uh, like the Pennsylvania guy, you know, uh, um, um, not Lurch, what's the other guy? Um, John family character. Yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking of uh, the uncle, uncle, uh, oh, the bald guy. Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester, yes, Uncle Fester, thank you. Yeah, so, you know, and then that guy gets elected with, you know, I mean, maybe he wasn't running against the best candidate, but it doesn't help when you have millions come in from an outside organization that's taken the money that was, you know, from money that was supposed to be going to the Ukraine and it was sent to, I mean, were the Bidens in on that? Is it Was the administration cognizant of that? They send it to Zelensky, Zelensky sends it back to a, a corrupt, corrupt, an American election cycle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you bring up a good point, too. When you look at Mitch McConnell, obviously having some health mental issues with his freeze up. Joe Biden obviously is running into dementia. Uh, Diane Feinstein, dementia and uh, Uncle Fester. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, too is definitely incapacitated when it comes to mental issues. He should not be serving in Washington as a senator. I mean, why are we electing these people? They're, they're not in charge. They're not doing anything. They're doing something for other people. They're being told what to do. They are, they are certified placeholders and guaranteed votes like uh, what's-her-face. And I'm having a hard time with names right at the moment. Uh, Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, right? She's retired. She needs to be removed and replaced. I don't care who Gavin Newsom. It, it can't be any worse, right? Or can it? <laughs> can't be any better. That's the problem. It can't be any better. <laughs> and I was texted by Joe. That was Sam Bankman Freed. I was thinking of oh. with the crypto. You know, the problem is when you watch, like you watch Jesse Waters, and well, you get all the nicknames and. <laughs> You know, you don't remember the real names anymore. Mini, mini, what's his name, you know? Yeah, so, hey, we got Walter on the phone. Let's give Walter a chance to talk. Oh, well. Good day, guys. Walter. One more time, Walter. Good day, guys. Hey, again, Hi. One of the first people I talked to on the station when I started calling a few years ago. It's I would call, and Gary, I started talking to Gary before you, Ed, before your program came on, but. Brings back memories. Yeah, uh, how you doing, Walter? Not, but uh, I remember Gary. Anyway, hey, full disclosure, full disclosure, Gary gave me my start in radio. 
he he called me oh. up one day and said, uh, hey, why don't you come in and co-host for a show and see how that goes. And little did I know I was friends with his brother. That really blew me away. My wife says, you think you think he knows Doug? I said, nah, what's the odds of that? I'd leave the station that day. I says, you don't know. You don't know. And he says, yeah, I do, Doug. That's hilarious, the small world we live in. But uh, oh, he called me in and said, you know, he'd heard me on, on um, you know, different radio shows, uh, particularly um, Bill Bennett. And, uh, you know, had me in. So that's how that got started. But go ahead, Walter. You reminisce. I've had another run missing. DC knew you were more straightforward than Hugh Hewitt. That clown. Oh, I can't stand goodness. that guy. <laughs> yeah. When, when, the going, yeah. when the going gets tough, when the going gets tough, the one, the, those that never been tough get to run into the Democrat side. Hugh Hewitt is one of them. I trust that clown. Yeah. you watch Hugh Hewitt. I don't see how that clown's on the radio for three, three hours on the Patriot station. Uh, but anyway, the only good time good that that show is good is when Kurt, good uh, General Kurt's on there. Hey, Walter, hey, you must have a nickname for Hugh Hewitt. You got to remind me. Uh, I used to call him the Corn Chip Man. <laughs> um, he I don't like get he that one. Sound, when he talks, it sounds like he's chewing a bag of Fritos, man. Besides <laughs> 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 the Slim Flam in his mouth. Oh, don't say that, Walter. Oh, the Slim Flam. I call him the Slim Flam Man, too. But anyway, Mike Pence. I'm going to get a little bit more straightforward. I'm now, that I'm, now I'm on the road here. Mike yeah. Pence is a, I don't, I can't show you, you show me a liar, I'll show you Mike Pence. You show me Mike Pence, I'll show you a compromising Republican that sold this country out, especially with Trump. He's a, I don't even know of unbelievers that lie as much as Pence and some of those Republicans. That's right, I said it. Mike Pence. Mike Pence has been lying on Donald Trump. He said that my, Donald Trump's decisions made his family, got his family in danger. And he said that Donald Trump tried to force him to break the Constitution. He claims to be a born-again Christian. I don't know where he got his B.A. degree from. What denomination, or should I say all abominations? Um, that's right, I said that too. Mike Pence proved to me that he was a crook when he didn't do what he was supposed to do. He sold the country out because communism. Him and his we are like, you know, McConnell's and the rest of those. I don't call them Republicans. I call them repulsive kids. Repeat that to me, class. Repulsivekins. That's right. That's, That's right. Jeff. That's the tongue twister. I can't do that. Okay. But anyway, and also he proved to me that he was a crook, a pious crook, a pompous crook, when he went to that fake fraud inauguration of Joe Obama, Biden. He went to the inauguration yeah. because he's like a lot of those other repulsivekins. Believes that Joe Obama, Biden, is a nice, decent man. I don't. Know, did you see the? Uh, the did, devil. You, did you see the video of the commercial that Pence did, where he's talking about costs and blah blah blah? It's a, an election campaign. It's supposedly, he's fueling his truck. <laughs> He's not fueling his truck. He's posing as if he's fueling his truck, and it's so obvious he can't even get that right. Do you think? Do you think Mike Pence fuels his own vehicles? I don't think so. He has people to do that for him. No, he's used to posing. A too late, he Mike. As a, as a as a VP too, right? And, and yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything late, else, Mike. Walter? You're not personal. What's that again? Uh, I don't know. I was going to ask you. Was there anything else you had to say? Yeah, I'm going to hit hard a little bit more, man. Right now that I'm on the road, let me talk about this. 
I'm asking you, you guys, have you re- receiving these uh these text messages from the so-called repulsivekins like Jim Jordan? He ain't nobody special either. I'm tired of him talking and not oh, doing I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You lost me there. I'm, I'm a Jim Jordan fan. Keep going. I'm not. I'm okay. not. He's talking, ain't doing nothing. All the rest of them. But let me say this. Have you been getting text messages from these guys? And they didn't get a little bit more sneakier, too, because they know that Walter ain't going to send them one cent. Donations. They want your opinion on the economy. Joe Biden, who's the worst? Joe Biden, Obama, or, or Trump. You vote for Trump. You for this. You. I'm not giving them guys one cent. And by the way, they're going on break, aren't they, for the summer? What have they done? They should have yeah. impeached uh, uh, Joe Obama the moment, the moment he uh, he uh, committed treason long ago. They way behind. When he well, there is a, sold there is to Afghanistan, Afghanistan and left our military equipment. He left all our military stuff in Afghanistan. He didn't do the stuff in the right order. Get the people out first, include some Afghanis. He committed treason way back then. I didn't hear that one Republican saying that he committed treason. I won't get those guys one cent. Jim Jordan, all the rest of them, keep talking. They ain't doing nothing. So I see some right. action. They might get one dollar from me. Okay, Walter, we got to go. Gats, all Thanks the rest of them. Appreciate it. And we can still be friends. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I just said see you, Walter. Good to, good to hear you again. Yeah, and, and we do have impeachment charges coming up on, on uh, Biden. I, there, there's pros and cons to that. Uh, it could give him the sympathy vote. But it still strikes me that 37% of this country give Biden uh, a favorable rating would vote for Joe Biden. I just, I, I, but then it knocks me out when I see people who you think are sane people defend Biden and attack Trump and make wild accusations like, well, Trump got us into wars. And I'm thinking, well, you're not paying close attention because Trump got us out of wars. It's it's Biden who's getting us into wars. And, you know, and, and Biden did is great for the economy because unemployment was 20%. Now it's down to 3%. I'm like, Dude, we're, I mean, and these people are convinced of their facts. I have a family member, a nephew who did all this. You know, it's like, uh, wait a minute, where they have this, and I think it's a spiritual issue. I'm beginning to think it's a spiritual religion uh, issue. It's their religion, you know, of liberalism, of leftism, puts a, a filter on their glasses for what they see and what they believe, and they just can't believe that something that's, that's, uh, I'm not saying Trump's a godly man, I, I, but it seems like he espouses godly values and patriotic values, but they can't recognize if he's God's man, if he's a Cyrus, he's God's man, then their religious influence will cause them to oppose that. And so Derek's getting ready with the one minute warning. Go ahead, Derek. There it is, the one minute warning. That's that's what I keep him around here for. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. So, Gary, you got any closing remarks before the music starts? Uh, well, just good to talk to you again, and thanks for having me on. And uh, I would encourage people to go to thedailydrift.com for your news aggregate site. Um, sure. It's good. I've been doing it for 11 years. And you can literally go back and look. It's kind of nice, like a library. You can go back any point in time in the last 11 years and see what the politics of that particular day are. You know. All right. Well, folks, that was Gary Wellings, my friend. And uh, I appreciate you joining us. Come on back next week for your American heritage. God bless America. America, bless God. <laughs>